Oh, you're already rolling? rolling? Oh. Okay, sometimes we, we, we do that. To cut, get out, s- cut out all those bad jokes. Yeah, sneaky. Um, <laughs> swear words. Welcome. Welcome. No, I'm just kidding. No, we don't do swear words. Okay. Um... at podcast goosedigital.com who do we have i'm brett bodway the chief operating officer at the ibao and nora black director of marketing and communications at the ibao i'm chris o'neill vp business development at goose digital all right michael turksani thank you ladies for coming for today yes well coordinated if yeah. for those that are on the the, the youtube you can yeah. see the well coordination this is our brand standard at the ibao yeah black lace shirts <laughs> Yeah, awesome. we have the Black Edition uh, a magazine on our on our uh, team boardroom table team, too. Teamwork. Um, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today. We've got a uh, exciting podcast for our. This is like I know I use this joke sometimes, but people are getting annoyed. We've got like hundred thousand views. Perfect. So this is yeah, we're just gonna really pump bump the brand up. Right. And I know recruitment's a big topic, so all of our millennials that are listening are really gonna. This is going to go a long way for them. But um, yeah, so thanks for coming. Thanks Why don't for we us. talk a little bit about the uh, the 100th? Because that's a big deal right now. Yes. Who wants to go first? That's Nora's baby, so yeah? take it. <laughs> okay, go. Well, we're turning 100 this year. That's IBAO. Yes, not you guys. IBAO. It's our 100th year. It's kind of a big deal. Wow, mm-hmm. 100 years. This doesn't happen every day. Um, so we're spending the year to celebrate. It's like one giant birthday party all year mm-hmm. long sort of culminating at convention in in the fall and it's uh it's a couple things it's you know looking backwards 100 years all the people involved all the things you know we've accomplished mm-hmm. um really that celebration and then it's uh looking ahead right we have the next 100 years how are we evolving um, what's it going to look like and, and how can we sort of support our brokers? So excellent. Well, it's just a hundred years. It's like how many industries have been around for a hundred years, you know, like, it's, well, how many, I mean, have you guys done a little hundred, how many hundred year old businesses there are in Canada? Have you guys, well, we know how many brokerages are over 100. Okay. So we'll and be how... celebrating them over the course oh, of wow. the year. And, uh, okay. Is that a secret? Yeah. Is that number a secret? The number that have. Uh, it's not a secret, but I don't know it. Oh, yeah. in my head. It's a <laughs> secret. Still a secret. <laughs> secret. Then. Yeah. 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 We actually have six um, IBAO member brokerages also turning 100 this year. So wow. we're celebrating them um, as well. Yeah. So they were there right from the beginning. Those those right brokerages that were right right from the beginning, they've been uh, members for 100 years at IBAO. Some of them, yes. Some of them are just turning 100 as a business. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then some of them have been with us for all 100 years, which wow. is fantastic. The IBAO has a lot to be proud of. I guess the broker channel and the IBO in general. So the IBAO, we've done well to retain the brokers, the critical mass to be our members. So mm-hmm. we haven't fragmented, which is something to be proud of. It's that's pretty common in large bodies of industry and people these days that they start to they start to break fragment up a bit. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but the the brokers have really stayed together. And then from a broker perspective, relative to other countries and other provinces, the broker channel in Ontario is relatively very strong. So um, 
I like to think it's because they have strong association and a strong network. Mm-hmm. But but in but I think that the brokers are um, very a very strong distribution distribution channel in Ontario and still have a lot of consumers choosing choosing that path. So awesome, good on them for being so strong at our 100 year mark. So I know with the new president Joseph is in now. And you, you had an article published. Do you guys want to talk a bit about the 20, I think it's 20 to 2022 plan that you have or sure. kind of that new strategic plan that you've announced? Sure. So every three years, we reset our strategic direction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on survey results that we collect from our members saying, what do you need from your association? Uh, we got very positive survey results in the uh fourth quarter of 2019 and so here we are first quarter of 2020 embarking on a new three-year plan so i would say that sort of the main priorities that we're working on are um, consumer awareness of the broker value proposition so letting consumers better understand what a broker is and how they compare it to the other channels that they have Mm -hmm. Um, uh, technology continues to be a focus um, education continues to be a focus. Um, government advocacy continues to be a focus. But then some of the new ones that are interesting are recruitment to the channel. And that really plays off of the um, consumer awareness. So what is a broker and why do you want to work for them? Mm-hmm. And um, really recruitment. Yeah, is, recruitment is a big one. Is a yeah. New, yeah. It's kind of a new one for yeah. us. Um, you know, we we were hearing anecdotally for the last sort of year or two uh, just how challenging it is for for our members to to attract talent, and that's for a number of reasons. But um, when we when we issued this survey, it was just sort of that was really clear. A top a top really one, clear. and you said you said maybe yeah. some benchmark data too. There's some there's oh, some yeah, other yeah data. that's the, right yeah. Um, th- did you want to you talk about it? I mean, that's really exciting. I mean, I think the twenty the three year plan and some of the we're going to get into some of these items and talk about them. Yeah. Um, we know that recruiting too is it's not just the uh, insurance industry that's having challenges that challenge, recruiting. Yeah. That is that is like across the board for sure uh, in terms of you know getting the attention of and and making making the industry attractive to the the next generation. Right. Um, that's that's not unique to insurance. Right. So where I think that the association can come in to help with that is that we can help change the story of what it's like to work at a brokerage. And you can get in up in front of audiences that are potential candidates to maybe want leaning towards becoming an insurance broker or looking to make a career switch. So we can help with that component of kind of more broad stroked going out there and saying, here's what it's like to be an insurance broker. Here's sort of what the average day in the life looks like. Here are the advantages of being an insurance broker, you know, giving back to your community, um, flexible work schedules, compensation packages, that kind, that of, kind stuff. of thing. So you can, you can kind of change the story and then help that insurance broker when they're looking to hire, um, find somebody and then they can talk about their brokerage versus going all the way back to the beginning is what is an insurance broker. Sure. Um, well, we had an opportunity to work together. Nora got us in on a, um, on an award last year. Did you want to talk briefly about, about that? And we'll, and we'll switch into the topics. Yeah, absolutely. So Goose Digital came on as a sponsor of our brokerage of the year. Um, I believe that was our 10 brokers and up. Mm-hmm. Last year, for the first time, we sort of divided that category um, because we wanted to really drive participation. And, and I think uh, and that, that worked. So, um, 
yeah, you you sponsored that award, which is amazing, and you donated a digital um, roadmap, um, which is something I think everyone uh, could benefit from. Just kind of a check in on where you're at as a business and and from a marketing perspective and sales and strategy and growth. You know how uh, how you can sort of evolve. Um, so we were really thankful for that, and I and I hear that that's already kind of happened and working together and yeah it went really well and um, we were really um, we were pleased to be involved and I think it ties in thanks for that uh, that back overview there because I think what we maybe Chris I'll, I'll turn it over you to briefly mention some of the the themes but a lot of times the roadmap process is just about laying out all these priorities to your point on the business side and recruitment is definitely one that we've seen I mean you know Chris why don't you talk a little bit about like the big the big things that you're seeing when you're meeting with these brokers so yeah i think it's probably pretty consistent the the kinds of things that um that brett and the the team have heard from the the broker uh brokers that we're hearing too um things around uh, technology things around communication things around you know recruitment um and the digital roadmap is a is a, a form of engagement where we take a look at the business like just stepping back from that day to day looking at where it is that the the broker is looking to grow um and and how it is that they anticipate the market sort of uh, evolving we work with them to, to make sure that that the strategy that they're putting putting in and the tactics that follow those strategies are going to be effective um, and so well, really the, the the proposition of the broker pretty well established after you know a hundred plus years of, mm-hmm. of uh, you know sort of you know establishing themselves as value to the end customer there's so many different areas you know now we've we're seeing a lot of cross-sell opportunities out there where brokers are taking on new products and going into their existing you know um, customer base and using you know tools to uh, accelerate and to automate those those tasks that in the past have always been very manual but being able to sort of take advantage of that so those growth um, expectations underpinned by the technology allows for that growth to take place so yeah. whether something like in the recruitment um, you know area which again um, you know across all industries is really you know sort of seeing it um, you know the um, having that technology layer I think you know and the, you know translating into the day in the life I think that this you know this upcoming generation is looking for that sort of layer of uh sophistication on the technology side to be like you know that's that's attractive they, they feel good. yeah it's i feel attractive. that's attractive so what, do, what do you guys see as like the main kind of drivers of attracting talent like i know i love the awareness and sort of like you're because you said before the podcast like you know the association can only go so far. they can mm-hmm. you can only take it so far and right. then the the members have to kind of pick up the torch and actually run well, it. doing, so, doing yeah. the work with the colleges that you're doing now and right. then, you know getting right in there and sort of at that sort of phase that early yeah. phase of like what am I going to do with my life kind yeah. of thing so the key point in sort of like our job when we go into the colleges to kind of we play a role as a myth myth buster so what we what I hear over and over again at the college student level is I don't want to work on straight commission or mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel comfortable cold calling people well, that is not what a broker does. And in fact, on the compensation side, very few of our members are straight commission-based brokers. There, there is a salary component for a lot of them. Not, not all of them, but you, you have to kind of balance that opinion. But um, 
Yeah, I, that's where we come in and we can say, you know, there's so much more to being an insurance broker than just sales. It's really about um, community, community engagement, engagement. And, and working with a with a with your clients on through all of their entire life cycle or you know and also I, we also really emphasize the uh, role of an entrepreneur as a broker so that's appealing to some students it's not appealing to others but for a lot of them you know if you dream of ownership or if you dream of um, having some sort of creative output side of your brokerage whether to develop a book or develop a pro- program on the commercial line side mm-hmm. align it with a personal passion I mean the opportunity to do that is in the broker channel if you're looking to get into the insurance industry and it's not available in any of the other options so um i really reframe it as uh uh, all it under the umbrella of retelling the story of what it is to be an insurance broker and kind of getting away from some of the common misconceptions yeah and i think it's also about broadening that right so it's it's about joining the broker channel to become a broker but then you know, people don't understand all of the other jobs and opportunities within a brokerage, right? Whether it is marketing or or HR or technology or, 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 right? So um, just sort of broadening that and and telling that story as well. So maybe, Nora, you can chip in on a few, um, what, like, maybe your perception or or how you guys think of, like, how a broker can sort of best position themselves to be attractive. You know, we were talking earlier about, you guys do all this work and then maybe there's a job posting and then you as an individual go and look at that that uh prospective uh, company and so what are some things that you think of that maybe uh should be a, 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 a at least a, a thought i know we we do it as part of the roadmap but maybe if you're not doing a roadmap you're just thinking about these things what are some things that are low-hanging fruit items that a broker can brokerage can do to make themselves more attractive yeah i mean i think it's just about positioning yourselves as a, a modern workplace, right? So low-hanging fruit, what do you look like, right? Everyone's going to Google you, someone who's contemplating working for you. What does your website look like? Does it look like it was refreshed in the last year or two? You know, is Mm -hmm. it from 20 years ago? Um, What are the kinds of things that you're sharing on that website? Um, Are you talking about um, your staff and your people? Are you, are you, is there a hint of culture there? Um, what's your brand personality, you know, what are you all about? Um, and that extends beyond your website to all of your social media. Um, not that, not that everyone has to be on every platform. That's certainly not what I'm saying, but, um, you know, as a brokerage, Google yourself, what comes up Mm -hmm. and would you want to work there? Um, and then I think it, it goes into, you know, workplace hours and, um, flexibility, flexibility Mm -hmm. and, uh, back to culture really like that people want to be part of a an engaging and fun team so um what are you doing at your brokerage to sort of help drive those kinds of things yeah great yeah and i'm sure there's a lot of really great um places to work out there a lot of great uh brokerages out there that are that are maybe kind of um like as we see this a lot across the insurance industry and other industries where man you guys have like really a great story and like you like you ju- we just need to sort of like take the next step to put it yeah. out there so that people can see what you know the odd staff party or they can see kind of these quirky things that you guys do and um you really don't really have to change anything in, in your overall kind of way of doing things other than to sort of put it out there and i think people look at it as this big project you know and mm-hmm. it is but there's so many little things you can do that just all add up right so 
just get out there and start sharing that story kind of bit by bit and and eventually you're gonna have um, you know this this incredible thing so Brett it, when you look at recruitment is it or is it mainly kind of that end that new broker that young broker kind of coming in and working through the the organization or is it also recruiting like more senior folks in the in the um, in the businesses well I would say right now IBAO's tactics are focusing on contemporary talent, younger talent. Um, When you look at the demographics of the broker channel, over 60% of all licensed brokers in Ontario are over 50 years old. So that's a very large percentage heavily weighted to the soon to be retiring phase. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you you do need to um, have people of a a younger age kind of coming up in behind to to learn that that body of knowledge and... uh, Insurance has a long learning cycle. Or unlearn it. Yeah, or (laughs) unlearn it. Um, Specifically, like I think specifically on the commercial line side, it's everything's customized. You really got to know your business and you got to know your clients. So um, yeah, there there is an age component to our tactics, which is why we're focusing on um, using digital strategies to tell the story and going into the colleges and trying to check. That's our focus. But I mean, hopefully a byproduct is somebody else is seeing these these posts and they say you know what that would be a really cool career change well i think of like some of our our broker clients now that are you know they seem to be able to recruit a marketing like a marketing person that didn't come from the industry or an ops person that didn't come from so i think maybe it's just kind of you get that added benefit once you start doing it that um you know there might be opportunities to obviously um, promote with from within, but then there might be opportunities where you say, you know, it's, we're kind of ready to bring somebody from the outside mm-hmm. to, uh, to to deal with that. Okay, well, that's that's. Um, I mean, I think what we've seen on our side is more digital marketing for recruitment. So, what what does that mean? It's I mean, obviously the website refresh and those types of things, but actual campaigns that they're running to target and kind of warm up audiences on LinkedIn and on Facebook to sort of. Um, it's not necessarily a job posting, but it's like it's it's designed to sort of say, "Hey, we're in your area. This is a geography that is really important for us to sort of recruit to." So it's geofenced. It's got you know a lot of that kind of geotargeting going on, and we're specifically looking for people in this age range that have these types of experiences, maybe in customer service or you know other other industries that we want to show them that you should apply here, you should come check us out. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we were at one, we can't name who it is on, on here, but they're a very high growth, very successful uh, broker here in Ontario that is almost shifting a lot of their lead gen budget uh, away from traditional kind of lead generation mm-hmm. to the recruitment lead generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's a huge trend and I think it's something that, um, is going to continue to, to grow. Um, where are we at, uh, Cam? 20 minutes. minutes. We're doing pretty good. We try to, we try to, we try to get to like an hour 30. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of our, you know, once we get there and we're so hot, we can't even move. Um, let's talk about what about, so I think that's been really good. You guys want to talk about some of those other priorities i know there was tech was was a piece and benchmark those were the two other ones i had on my note do you want to do you want to touch on those briefly well i think maybe the two i'd like to mention or something uh, in else terms of our focus yeah so one is the benchmarking and one is our education and it, yep. it really all integrates with recruitment okay so um on the benchmarking piece kind mm-hmm. of the goal of ibao is to become a repository of industry benchmarks broker benchmarks in particular so 
Um, compensation structures is a good one. So, you know, brokers are saying I'm having a hard time hiring talent. Well, is it is where where do you fall relative uh, to other other how other brokers are compensating their employees? Maybe that could be a factor. Right. So because that common body of knowledge doesn't exist anywhere within the broker channel, I think that IBIO is best positioned to kind of collect that and be able to provide those And how's the feedback been so from brokers? Well, we haven't so, really have, okay. started. Okay. So right now we're in the process of but people are vendor pumped. People are pumped. Yeah, people me. are pumped about yeah. it. That's good. Yeah, they want it. And it's yeah. not just compensation structures. It's financial targets. It's um, sales cycle times. It's retention rates. Retention rates and yeah. Yeah, various. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were able to say, okay, I'm a broker in Ottawa and I ha I'm this size, what is a broker in London of a similar size doing? And mm -hmm. maybe brokers could then be a little bit more making make business decisions that mm -hmm. can improve their business. So that that's that benchmarking piece does have an integrated um, component to recruitment. Okay. And then on the education side as well, it's really like getting this licensing um, education mm -hmm. process. Um, way better so you know we do very well on the licensing side currently but we could be better we could okay. offer more or online um, opportunities to get licensed um, then there's this whole gap between getting a license but then actually being a um, up-to-speed broker on your first day at work so when you go uh -huh. get your rebo license you're not learning about how to pull a quote from compu compu quote or that's not what it's called anymore yeah. but yeah or, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, or or like how to pull an auto plus report like you don't know any of these practical skills oh. so we're, we're building this component to kind of fill that gap before their first day at work so they get their license then they learn these practical skills then they show up at the broker's office way more trained than yeah. they were prior to just having a license so oh, okay. these are all focuses of ours, and it's really just tied back to how do we make life easier for the broker and how do we get the brokers to thrive and grow even more. And then on the marketing side, um, you know, definitely recruitment has been a focus. We're going to be sort of pivoting away from that back into consumer awareness, that sort of general consumer awareness. People still don't know what a broker is. They still don't understand why they should be using one. Um, it's something that we sort of started a few years ago um, with some success. Um, part of the member survey was, you know, we need to do more of that. Brokerages need help um, sort of selling themselves in that space. So that'll be another main focus of the strategic plan. Um, so we've got some things planned for this year. We've got a couple campaigns. Um, I think it's about sort of standing out online. I think it's about being funny. I think it's about maybe repositioning the, the channel in ways that are unexpected, um, just trying to make a little splash out there, and, mm -hmm. then, and then really educating um, consumers. So it's that like edutainment um, that, that we're trying to, trying to achieve, yeah. Well, I think what's happened too in, in, uh, in terms of the way that the industry has changed, like we're talking about training people so they're ready to go on, on day one. Like I think if you looked at, at things 30 or, or, or 20 years ago, it would be like the things that, that you know brought someone up to speed were like the same for probably 15 years. Like how you right. get somebody on the phone, like uh, you know sure. ready yeah. to talk to people, it basically didn't change. Well, now it's changing like every year every two years the tools that are available the the uh you know the the uh conversations that are being had are much different now because you know there's a, the the marketplace is changing so rapidly so it's like being able to sort of get these these um new recruits on the phone effective and 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 uh you know helping the customer is a is a it's a it's a moving target it's a much mm -hmm. different uh situation than it was um well you know, and i think if years ago if you're um 
you know, because I think, you know, it's like we talked about earlier, it's not necessarily a problem that's unique to insurance, but I mean, insurance is definitely, um, you know, we're very involved in that industry, but in other industries, you're seeing similar situations where aging, aging, you're bringing in that younger generation. And, you know, the last thing people want to feel is like they're not prepared to be able to do their job, right? They've right. got their license, they, yeah. but the practical side of being able to handle like, well, what is, well, how am I going to deal with that situation? When, and, right. you know, like to your point on, on um, consumer education and like, why have a broker? And then you have that call with a broker and the, you get that person on the phone that's sort of been at the job for six or seven or eight months and that, that, that call doesn't go very well or that experience isn't, isn't what, you know, we all hoped it would be. So yeah, it's a big challenge, you know, to really yeah. have an individual that feels like they can be effective and they're confident and they can handle kind of things that are thrown at them. Um, we know that some of our clients or people that we've talked to have developed their own education programs internally. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and they part should. Of, and they should, right? Yeah. To, um, but yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely kind of sympathize with someone that's bringing the uh, the the younger broker mm-hmm. in and, and trying to get them up and running. But you're uh, but the IBAO has a has a a series of of program like pro- educational programs that are available to their members. That's right. So yes. on the so on the marketing side, uh, Nora, when you were mentioning the consumer marketing, is that is that a, targeted at a certain type of consumer or like or is it the like can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we've definitely been trying to hit millennials. I think, um, you know, brokerages have always thrived on their sort of current book of business. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the time that is sort of an older demographic and a lot of a lot of those books are shifting. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Millennials are, you know, the biggest age group, biggest demographic. uh, So I think that's you need to pick a focus. That's our focus. Um, And I think there's a ton of opportunity there. Right. Like. Millennials just don't know, like nobody really knows about insurance unless you've got a vested interest or, or a family business or, or what have you. It's something that um, is not necessarily top of mind unless something bad happens and then it's really top of mind. Um, so I see that as, as the biggest opportunity um, and we're just going to kind of grow from there. So sort of that millennial, um, obviously all across Ontario, we have brokers, uh, brokerages all across Ontario. Um and yeah, just really trying to, to, it's really back to the basics. Like what is a broker? Like we're still mm-hmm. at that level. Yeah. Um, so th- there's a lot of work to do. Now is there research that you guys are, are doing or have you heard of where you're, um, looking at, um, like a millennial or that, that target age kind of demographic that, that you're referring to their kind of spend tolerances. Like I think over the last four four years, a lot of the focus until recently with the hard market has really been on driving digital quote and bind online. And, and as a result, like we've all heard the horror stories of not very good business that's come through that because mm-hmm. they're all focused on the cheapest, you know, policy and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you see kind of the opposite, like you, t- you go outside of insurance and you see, well, I mean, we've got people in our office that are doing skip the dishes every single day or, or Uber eats every single day. Like they, they seem to be okay with spending money mm-hmm. on things that make sense to them and that are high quality to them. So are you considering any research that suggests like this age group's not necessarily bargain hunting? Are you, are you thinking about doing any research around that or have you, have you experienced anything like that? That, um, well, I think you're, you're right. Um, it's the insurance is sort of, uh, 
a grudge buy always, and it's hard to sort of reposition it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, specific research, no. I think just an- anecdotally, sort of, absolutely. And again, it just comes down to that education, right? Mm-hmm. So um, people just aren't thinking about insurance. So we need to find a way to, to tell this story in a little bit more of a compelling reason, whether that whether it is entertainment, whether it's... Um, compelling taking the compelling angle i mean bad things really happen you know and, sure. and you need to really be thinking about these things and taking the necessary precautions and um yeah i, I just think there's a, just a ton of opportunity i saw i saw a funny one and i, I it's a little shout out to to caa because we're part of their broker marketing academy but oh, yeah. they um they did a little little skit i don't know if you guys saw it where of a hockey puck like flies through the window and like smash it so he brings it's uh the father brings like his daughter into his living room, I think, and they're like discussing like, oh, I got this new TV. And then like a puck like flies through the window and like smashes the TV and smashes everything. But then it immediately switched to like the claim went well and oh, there's my TV. It's all good. Right. And I thought like that's like a kind of what you're talking about is like educating on like, okay, what would happen? How does that work? And it's funny, you know, you could watch a 30 second Instagram video and be like, you know, that's, that's really clever. Yeah. Um, I had also heard this one example kind of along that same vein where millennials are very okay with buying insurance for their iPhone and but they really are resistant to buying a tenant's insurance policy for their for their condo that they rent and it's, but really they're almost the same price so, right. so you're saying you value your iPhone then everything you own oh, everything else you own <laughs> so that's where we can come in and talk right. about making a compelling case for buying a tenant's policy so, very cool yeah well i think that's cam do you have a tenant's policy I do all right. Okay. We're breaking through. We're yeah. breaking through. It's already it's already working, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that. I mean, anything else you guys want to bring up? Because I think this was a, a really great session. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna give a quick plug for our convention. That's oh yeah. Oh, not that's till right. October. We're yep. only in February, almost March, but. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Again, 100 years, kind of a big deal. We're looking forward to seeing everyone. It's going to be a huge, huge show. Now, it's called Empowered? Is it, it, or is that a, a theme? theme? It's a theme. a theme. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's not really called Empowered. but Yeah, that's sort of our, our theme for the year, going back to what I said earlier about sort of celebrating 100 years, and, and we're now in a place where we are empowered. Mm-hmm. Corporates are empowered to really do whatever it is that, that, that they want to do. Um, and then it's that looking ahead, right? So how can we continue this sort of theme of empowerment? Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see that theme throughout convention this and, year. And the convention is, where is it this year? It's in Toronto, yep. October 21st and 22nd. And do we know where in Toronto yet? It's at the Sheridan. Is it the Sheridan? Yeah. Again? Absolutely. Okay. Nice. Good. It's going to be a big one. And I would like to give a public thank you to Boost Digital for all of oh, the wow. support you have given the Broker Channel and the IBAO over the last couple of years. So it Yay. is very appreciated, and you guys are doing great things. Oh, well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. You're welcome. And thanks, thanks for, for having us here today. It's been great. Great. Thanks for coming. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers.